everyone. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. We're so excited that you're with us. Each and every week, we're going to open up God's Word. We're going to have some discussion around what it means to live an intentional life. So let's listen in as we try to get real together. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. My name is Brandon Gindon. I am the senior pastor at Real Life Ministries Texas, and I'm here with my good friend and ministry partner, Lori Arnold. Hey, friends. And we are so grateful that you are joining us uh, today as we are um, been in our series on the armor of God. We uh, launched on our last podcast and would encourage you that if you did not catch that, that you would go back and listen to it. And um, as again, always is um, sharing our podcast with your friends, your family, because on this podcast, we focus on and, and encourage and, and hopefully inspire people in just everyday life of what it looks like to walk with Jesus. And, and Lori and I, uh, in our conversation, we want to just be real. And sometimes, um, <laughs> we're, we're, we are real and, and, uh, and sometimes that's, um, can be, uh, it, it's fun and funny. And sometimes I think we, we can talk about the serious and the hard as well. Yeah. And, um, because it's real life. And so, um, I, I'm just grateful for everybody that's, that's listening and, and following along. And, uh, we are, we're in this series, uh, about the armor of God and what that looks like in, in real world of, to put on the armor of God and to walk in God's strength, to stand firm in, in a world around us that as we acknowledged on the last, uh, podcast that we are in a war, a battle that, um, is going on around us spiritually. And so, what I want to do is start again, I'm going to read the first couple verses um, of the armor of God, and we're going to get into the first piece of armor today, which is the belt of truth. And so we are in Ephesians chapter six, and I'm going to start in verse 10. And Paul writes, he says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, to stand firm, stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth. The belt of truth, that's where we're going to um, uh, spend our time today, is looking at uh, this this critical, critical part of the armor of God, the belt of truth. And before we get into it, I want to just point out a couple things, and, and Lori, you know, we can um, start here, I think, is of, of what we're standing against is the schemes of the devil, that there is a plot, there's a plan, an intentional plan that's been going on. Um, it's been going on since the garden, yeah. right? This battle um, that Satan is out to destroy God's kids, and and we are in this this battle today. Um, it, it rages on around us, and so this principle of, of schemes of the devil. And so, Lori, maybe let's just start there today. Just kind of you know thinking about that as a as a as a mom, as a wife, as a um, a person that that um, you know is serving full time in ministry. You know, kind of what this is, you know, as you, as you look at the spiritual world around you, just kind of that thoughts and the schemes of the devil and, 
and what comes to your mind as you uh, walk out your walk with Jesus? Yeah. Um, hit on it a little bit last week. If you didn't listen, I do encourage you to go back and listen to that one. But, um, you know, we're not, we're not at war with one another. And um, if we are trying to live a life in the way that Jesus did, which was relational discipleship, um, it's very important that we remember that this, this is bigger than us. It's not just, you know, our, our, the person that we're having an argument with, you know, sitting across from us. It's not, it, that's not what this is about. This is a really big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a spiritual war yeah. and, and um, it's all around us, you right. know, so we have to be ready. And so it's important that we have our armor on. Nobody goes in a battle without being ready. Right. That's really good. So um, it's very, very important to me uh, that we do this. And I do know that at times we can get complacent and take it off or forget to put it on or whatever. And that's why it's important to have to remind ourselves of truth, to stay, to abide in the word, um, to also have people around us who are doing the same that can hold us accountable, that can encourage us and remind us of truth you yeah, know that's really good and yeah. I, I i think the part you know when i read that the schemes of the devil stand against that and this war is is the evil forces have a very intentional plan against you meaning us as yeah. people therefore we need to be very intentional with our lives it's why it's one of the reasons why i wrote the whole wrote that book intentional is yeah. about what it looks like in our lives to be intentional, to have practices in our lives that are intentional right. and knowing we, cause we are, we're in this battle and the cost is so high. You know, the, the cost is, you know, helping to raise our kids in a world that's constantly, you know, bombarding them with an attack and, and our families and so on. And so it starts to this place. The armor is the belt yeah. of putting on the belt of truth that, that, um, you know, that, we have a firm understanding of what truth is, where truth comes from. The truth is not something that we just get to define. The truth is defined by God, but it is, it is connected to this, this piece of the armor that, that, um, you know, holds the other pieces together. And so I know, um, or you kind of mentioned some definitions or different things that we were kind of talking about before the show. And so, you know, maybe speak to that, this idea of, the belt of truth. All right, y'all. <laughs> That's where my brain goes. <laughs> so the belt of truth. We take this very seriously, by the way. Very. I just, my brain is, it's, it's often on fun mode. And I'm on fun mode. And as we were talking about this, I could not help but picture, like, especially right now, like the holidays are upon us, you know, we're <laughs> eating good food. And so as Brandon just mentioned, the belt of truth, it holds everything together, right? Sure. But like for many people, the first thing you do, they, if you've got to wear a belt to work with your pants, but you come in the house after a long day, you take that belt off when you sit down on the couch <laughs> and like everything just hangs out. It's like, woo. <laughs> so you go from like having it all together to, you know, it's kind of sloppy, <laughs> like you're just there, right? But it's, oh it's <laughs> I told y'all, <laughs> but it's, it's the same thing though. You know, um, the belt of truth holds everything together yeah. Yeah. and you cannot fight effectively, you know, if you're sloppy, right. like you got to have it all together. It, it has all the other garments together too, sure. yeah. you know? So um, I just, I think it's very important to, to, 
to have all of the pieces in place yes. when we go to battle. Yes. And that is the image that came to my mind. Um, this, this is it's so <laughs> like, it's why I love doing this podcast with you. Like we're so opposite, right? <laughs> like I'm all thinking over here about the language of it and what the Roman soldier you know, all, all the technical side and Lori's over here, her <laughs> brain's on taco Tuesday, yep. right? Like I've, you know, <laughs> it's after Thanksgiving dinner and it's awesome. And so I just appreciate your, when you're on fun mode, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's true. You know, we relax, we sit down and you relax. That's like sure. what you do. It's a great, but we, it says yeah. to be alert in this passage, you yeah. know, like we can't be relaxed. Yeah. So, um, you have to have it all together. Yeah. And, and having the starting with the belt um, is where everything else ties into. Yeah. And so you, now I don't know if you have it still pulled up. You had read a little bit of a definition of it earlier to me before. Yeah. Um, and so maybe just maybe read that because it's really good. Yeah. Um, this uh, commentary that I read says truth is symbolically represented as a belt, which both protects our abdomen and gathers up our garment so that we can fight effectively. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so to think about this idea, if we're going to put on the armor of God and we're going to fight in this, this, this battle and it helps us that the abdomen, that area, that's kind of the, our seat of emotion. That's where our, you know, we would say in our language today, you know, it's kind of our gut or our feelings, you know, in there. And I think it's so important that you get this imagery that the belt is there protecting that area because sometimes our feelings or emotions can lead us astray. Mm. Right. And, yeah. and so it, I mean, scripture says that our heart or our gut can be wicked or it is wicked. Yeah. And so to understand that, no, we're going to gird that up, protect it with truth. Yeah. So I'm not guided by, you know, my feelings. I'm guided by what truth is. Yeah. And that's what everything ties in together with right and right. I, my mind anytime i think about this i, I always have the this was one of my favorite images in scripture is when pontius pilate is with jesus and jesus says that he came to bring truth and pilate i just in my mind it's always a sarcastic response because he says what is truth i just imagine this again in my in my weird brain i just imagine pilate almost turning around like scoffing at it or like huh, whatever like yeah. what is truth and and you know jesus brought us truth he is truth the scripture is the truth and we we gird up everything else tying into this because if we don't have truth we don't have that yeah. belt and everything gets real sloppy That's as right. you said right yeah and so, you know, maybe speak to some more of that, Lori, like why that's so important. It's been in your walk of coming back to this foundation of truth, things being tied in with truth. It's been important to you. Yeah. I don't think what you said is weird at all. Like I totally see Pilate doing the same thing because that's what our world does today. Yeah, that's no, true. You know, that's, that's exactly what is happening. Yeah. There are people, what is truth, right. you know, and, and people are writing mm. their own definitions of it. Well, oh, that's good. it's my truth. Your truth is your truth. And you know, and that doesn't even make sense if you really think about it, but apparently it does to a whole bunch of folks. Yeah. But, um, I think it, it's just so countercultural, you know, that we stay, we stand firm on this truth. Right. And, um, because it is one truth, right. It is the truth. Right. And that is not what the world thinks. And I know like 
just in a world where truth has been so fluid, I want to know, like, what has that been like for you as a pastor? Mm. Just being a part of this and witnessing this as it's even in the church. Yeah. That truth is distorted. For sure. And, you know, your brain goes into like fun mode. When you ask me that question, my brain like goes into like attack mode. Yeah. It, it pushes something in me that, that it is, it's just hard because, um, it, it it's a, such a bigger picture in my mind, like a bigger concept. And, and so I'm, I'll just share with what my brain does. It's like these, a bunch of if then statements. Well, if Jesus did what he did, like he came to rescue us, he, he, it says that he create. He's the creator. All things are made by him and for him. Like who he is as king, and and who we are not, and to understand that this king of the universe came to rescue us, rescue me, rescue you, rescue us, and the authority that he has. He says all authority in heaven has been given to me. So this picture of who and how amazing King Jesus is, and he says he is truth. And so when I see people, especially within the church, take an approach to truth that by any stretch of the imagination that that we would think that we get to redefine it is an offense on a, like, cosmic scale it's an offense to what jesus did on the cross it's an offense to who he is it's an it is so incredibly arrogant yeah for us now i i also understand that some people just they don't realize it they don't they don't they're not thinking the way i'm thinking and 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 if you're not i encourage you to just consider it like to stop and to think wait a minute i don't get to decide what truth is the scriptures decide what truth is whether i like what it says or not whether it fits culturally or doesn't is that this truth is something that God has put down for us because he creates truth and he established it. And so I just, you know, what, what it does in me and what's been hard as a pastor is I have seen where people to try and fit in or appease or not ruffle feathers or, or whatever to kind of soften it. Maybe not even compromise, but just not quite say it as firmly. And I'm not saying be harsh and beat people up. Yeah. Because you can speak truth and love. Jesus, he modeled it every, did it all the time. But he never asked us to compromise and to compromise truth. He would say, no, put on that belt, lock it in and, and stand firm in it. And that's, you know, so it, it just does that in me as a, as a pastor. And um, I can give a lot more grace for the non-Christian person because they just don't know. They, they, and, and they're coming from where they're coming from. Yeah. But people that have been in the church a long time, that have read the Bible, that have a, a, a walk with Jesus, man, I just, that, that's very hard for me mm-hmm. because I just don't see that that's okay, Jesus. Yeah, I can yeah. understand that. Yeah, so go ahead. Yeah, it's like, you, you said this a long time ago, and I, I've used it several times since. You actually mentioned it again in one of uh, your recent sermons. But um, it reminds me of like the fact that you said that he is the creator. He is our creator. Um, the creation cannot tell the creator what, what they are. Like, I, if I'm a plate, I can't be like, nope, I'm a spoon. Right. right you know? Right. <laughs> so it's yeah. truth. 
truth is truth. We cannot alter the right. scripture. Like right. he is the creator. It is God breathed. These are his words. You know, right. this is truth. Yeah, that's good. And especially in the church, um, you know, people can read self-help books all day long and I'm not saying they're all horrible, but cause I've read some too. Um, and still will in the future likely, but the biggest thing, like there's a meme that I see that says, girl, read your Bible, like right. <laughs> no right. truth. How, right. how are you going to know it? If you're not learning it and researching, reading it for yourself, right. You know, so we have to take ownership of that. We have to put on, I put on my own belt. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is putting on my belt for me. Right. You know? So, um, I think that that is huge. Like read, read your Bible. And, and no, I'm not the person, you know, sometimes people think, oh, well, it's, it's boring or the words are too big or da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. pray that God would give you the desire even, you know, to, right. to be in his word and to understand his word because we cannot, this is the first piece. This is the first piece of that armor. We cannot go to battle without knowing truth. That's right. That's right. And the rest of it doesn't work. There's, there's no place to hang the sword. There's no place for the breastplate to lock in all, all of those things. And so. You know, looking at it, I love what you're saying and, and an encouragement to, we have to know the word of God. We have to pour into it and learn it, know it. And, and, you know, we live in a time today where, um, I, I think people, um, their approach to it, I think we've just become so busy that people don't spend time or they go, or they think it's too hard at, I'm telling you, there's all the resources that are out there to be able to help you. And, yeah. and again, this is why, again, we talk about all the time, having community, having people around you, the process of, of being a disciple and making a disciple, all of those parts are so critical to us learning and knowing the word of God. Yeah. You know, there's a part that I study on my own, but there's a part where I learn from others. I ask questions. Absolutely. I have people teaching me and, and understanding, you know, at a greater depths of what the word of God says. Right. And so, you know, that's a big part of this, of, of knowing truth and having it, um, you know, being able to have this, this whole thing locked in, in together. And so Lori, let's maybe kind of close out, you know, on this, um, on this part. When, when you are spending time, cause people may go, well, how do I do this? How do I learn and study truth? Maybe just give one, you know, resource or, or one thing that's helped you in your own Bible study, like yeah. that you've used or you go to, or that's, that's been a tool that's helped you study and know the Bible a little yeah. better. What One of the first, I'll say one of the first things <laughs> that to me is the easiest one to do those little numbers or letters that you see in your Bible, those little letters that'll say A, B, C sometimes, or um, look down at the bottom of the page when you're reading a scripture. And if you have some confusion about it, look at what it says, read about what it says. I have a commentary Bible. And so I can, uh, not a commentary, what is it called? Um, a study Bible? Um, yep, kind of. The chain reference Bible. Oh, Thompson chain. Thank yeah. you. I'm yeah. like, what is that? Yeah. Um, but you can go and like, Scripture proves scripture. Like mm-hmm. you can go back and you can go and find the other places where things are mentioned in scripture and it will help. It'll help it make sense yeah, yeah. for one of the, so that's one of the ways also um, whether it's Bible study, that sometimes is a very, um, it's a safe space for people to do with a group, mm-hmm. do a small, have a small group Bible study and study it together, Yeah, you know, so you can talk about it with people, but always, always, always like, And I think this is the biggest thing, you know, just, it is not about our opinion. (laughs) 
And I know that sounds really simple and like, duh, but that's what's happened. That's what I see happening in the world. Like, oh, because I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to leave that part out or it really doesn't apply because I don't agree with it. No, truth Mm -hmm. is truth. We have to read the word for exactly what it says. And so we have to have a good context of that, of, of the scripture. And, um, we have to know who was the audience, who was the audience in the passage? What are they talking about? What is the message they are trying to get across? You know, so there, there is a lot of depth to it, mm-hmm. but there are simple steps that we can take. Even as we read, I started reading the, the Bible, um, just going through a proverb a day because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that that's good for the month, right. you know? So yeah. doing things like that to just start the habit of it, if you're mm-hmm. not already in it, um, and start there, you right. know? So, yeah. and I think that's important if you are not and start. Um, and, and there are lots of tools out there to help Bible study helps and, and, and different things. I just would encourage you to, um, to, to get involved in some of that, to get, to start that as part of your, your own discipline and looking at your own reading. And I know, you know, for some, it, it might be that you spend a lot of time on the road and commute. You know, one of the things uh, my wife and I, cause we moved further away from the church, we, we started this, we used to do some uh, Bible reading in the morning together. We started listening to the Bible on audio together. Yeah. It's been fantastic. And, um, and we're blessed and lucky to be able to do our commute in the morning together. Not everybody can do that. But when we sit and really time it, I'm, I'm not, because we, we do, like it's like 15 minutes, yeah, 20 minutes. So we listen to the Bible together and we spend about five minutes talking about it. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's think about that, folks. 20 to 25 minutes that we can take out of our day to listen to the word. It's amazing how much you'll hear audio in 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot. Like yeah. it's like, it's like average. We've, we've talked about, it's like four or five chapters. Yeah, There's a lot. And just being able to talk about it. And so I just want to encourage everybody out there that this belt, the truth, we have to know the truth. Mm-hmm. We have to put the belt on uh, so we don't get sloppy. As Lori <laughs> said, and, uh, and, and we don't eat too many tacos. Well, <laughs> well, we're just grateful you all joining us and we look forward to our next podcast together. And again, uh, if you, if you are inspired or motivated, encouraged by this podcast that you would share it with your friends and to help us to get the, the get real podcast out there to everybody. Well, God bless you all. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Get Real podcast today. My hope each and every week is that you're able to take the content, apply it to your life, that it becomes more of who you are and less of what you do, and that we live an intentional life together. If you're interested in supporting the work of ministry here at Real Life Texas, we'd like to invite you to do that by going to reallifetexas.org slash give and supporting us today.